Happy Wednesday, everyone, and welcome to the Libra Lounge with Keisha podcast. I have in the studio with me, because I don't feel worthy enough to say uh, a co-host. Where am I looking? Oh, there's the camera. Okay. I'm not used to, like, looking at a camera. See, this is how radio people act. I mean, you know you what? I'm not a... even going to look at the camera the whole time. You don't look, look at, at me! I'm just going to, well, that's what I'm going to do. But we're talking to, talk to, look at him. Okay, that's cool. weird. You're going to stare at me for an hour. I mean, most men do. Now I, I am. Most men do, and I don't blame them. But this is Houston Radio Royalty right here. The Adam Smasher. Or as James calls him, Greg. Whenever he refers to you as Greg, I have a fit. That, yeah, a lot of people don't know that's my, uh, that's my you know, birth name. They think and, your uh, government name is Adam? Uh, well, a lot of people do. But I answer to both, so it's, yeah, it's really crazy. I can't call you Greg. It, That's it's, fine. It's, it's like when you find out your teacher's name, and you're like, I thought her real name was Mrs. Um, I, I just can't do it. Yeah. So Adam's been a mentor. I've listened to him on the radio. I've been in strikes before, started ducking because I just heard his voice you know, loud. I'm like, is Adam back there on that little microphone that's supposed to go out to the people pumping gas? But if you're in this area, you've heard this voice. You may not have seen his face, but I remember when you had like long hair. Uh, wow, that's been a that while. That was a long time ago. That was a long time ago. Yeah, yeah, that was still I don't 104. Miss, I don't miss hair though. You don't? Uh, no. And I know you, being the sassy, beautiful black woman that you are, like hair is everything. Like you, you know, you got all kinds of. Like, I got me? <laughs> nope. I just I wash my head with soap. I don't even use shampoo. So you use like Irish Spring yeah, soap great. on your head? It's awesome. But it still looks moisturized. It doesn't look dried out or anything well, like I that. I use moisturizer. You moisturize your... Oh, yeah. Is that what y'all do to y'all's balls when y'all shave y'all's balls? Um, like, right after I do, yeah. But, yeah. like, the no, after that, no, it's just whatever. I feel like I know too much. And I don't do that <laughs> unless I have a date, so... Right on. All right, so any show announcements, Producer James, who's over there drinking whiskey along with Adam? I brought some Irish whiskey. Ugh, and I guess it's my ass ain't Irish. I ain't gonna have any. Mm -hmm. um, any show updates? I don't think so. Not really, but um, look out in the next month or two. We're gonna do a uh, live call-in event. No, we're not. Here we are. See how he shows out? Like, we have not talked about that. There's been no discussion, no meeting. And he's talking about things that he can do it by himself. This is what but ain't nobody going to listen to it because it's not me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I'm going to give a chemo update. All right, so last week went in for round number what? Three, four? Three. Three. And it was like a snore fest there. Uh, there was literally a competition. There was a woman who was sleep like this. How do you sleep like that in a in a chair? There was an old black man. Old Negro spiritual? Then there was a person next to me. Yes, I referred to him. I was like, that goddamn old Negro spiritual. He started the snore. I'm like, see, see? And the white woman just followed. Then there was a woman next to me. Her curtain was up. Now that bitch won because she went in hard with her snoring. I'm like, what did y'all give them? Because I'm up sweating and jittery, and I don't, I don't understand what's going on. It's like a competition. Then there was this young guy who came in, little shit kicker looking dude with his boots, and he's sitting down and he's talking, and you know I gab. I was like, so what do you have? Why are you here? He's like, oh, I'm here for chemo. Well, welcome to the fucking chemo clinic. We're all in here for chemo. I was like, but no, what do you have? He's like, I don't even know. How do you not... Wait, hold on. No. I'm out of the loop. 
What do you have? I, I oh, I'm so sorry. I don't even. You talking about chemo? I'm like, oh, did I miss something? I have COVID. No, no, really. Uh, what do you get? So my lupus has been attacking my bone marrow. Oh. Which, um, like my white blood cell count right now is 0.75, which is almost zero. Okay. Um. So, and you kind of need your bone marrow to live and shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, uh, they are attacking the lupus with the chemo. Oh. Yes, that first round was rough. They gave me triple what they give cancer patients. I, you know what? When I die, James, I want that on my tombstone. I think people need to know that about me. Like that bitch was bad. I hate you so much right now. <laughs> I'm just trying to figure out how to write that. Like here lies Keisha. She took a shitload of chemo yeah, and it didn't work. And still looked good. <laughs> I mean, because I knew about the lupus. Okay, but I, when you said chemo, I imagine. Oh, God, it's cancer. Do yeah. you have cancer? Mm -mm. Oh, okay. Well, shit. That's probably next. I've oh, got everything oh, else. God. I don't think we can take that, but yeah, it's. I thought it was dying the whole month of uh, December. Not to take the show in a dark turn, but uh, cancer runs rampant in my family, so my it head. literally is a matter of just time. And that's what I always told him. I said, look, breast cancer takes just about everybody out in my family, so you sure you still want to marry me, or you want to go marry another black girl who doesn't have cancer running strong in her family? But he he stayed with me. You get you cut you catch it early though. There's you know there, you're all good. My mom is a breast cancer survivor. So what's your mom's name? Anita. Hi, Anita. Hey. Yeah, it runs really bad in uh, my family. So I mean, I'm glad it's not that. But then again, I just wish it kind of sucked. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um. So anyway. If you are a friend of the Libra Lounge, you know what time it is. It is time for the gab. We know she has a really big mouth, which sounds kind of dirty, and that's probably true, too. Let's gossip the gab with Keisha. All right. So, have you heard about Marilyn Manson? Um, okay, so, confession, I haven't... I haven't really been doing, I haven't done an actual radio show. It's probably been like three years. That's really? how, Yeah, that's how long it's been. I've dabbled and done a little podcast here and there or yeah. whatever. But um, so I, it's great because I, I don't have to keep up with all this crap. Mm -hmm. But I did hear about that. Yeah. Um, I did, I read it somewhere, I think yesterday, actually. You know, <sighs> For those of you who haven't seen it on TMZ and everywhere else, Evan Rachel Wood, is it Wood or Woods? Wood. Wood, um, who started off when she was a child actress and she started dating Marilyn when she, she, she was, was 19, 19 and yeah. he was like 38. 38. <clears throat> That's just nasty right there. Um, but now, all these years later, she's coming out saying that she was horribly abused by Marilyn. Um, she had to basically bow down to him, um, and she's just traumatized. Bitch, you were dating Marilyn Manson. What did she think was going to happen? You know, this one, this is hard because I just watched, if you guys haven't watched it, by the way, watch the morning show on Apple TV with mm -hmm. Jennifer Aniston and Reese Witherspoon, and Steve Carell plays... Like, it's basically a, a whole thing. It's it's their reenactment of the Matt Lauer situation, right? Oh! Yeah, yeah. Steve Carell, okay. who's usually funny, he mm -hmm. plays the Matt Lauer creep, okay? Ooh. So the whole thing, you know, it's still the Me Too and all right. this. Um, and it's, I, I'm always on the fence mm -hmm. with this because I agree with you. Like, I bet you Marilyn Manson is obviously into some freaky shit in mm -hmm. the bedroom, 
And she probably knew that going in. I'm not mm. saying she's... Probably why she liked them. I'm not saying she's lying. Right. But also, what I don't like, I don't like that when something like this comes out, you're supposed to be innocent until proven guilty. Right. People automatically think guilty until you yep. prove innocent. Yep. And that's not right. Yeah. So, I don't know. He's already been let go by his record company and his talent agency. They all released statements today saying that they are no longer associated with Maryland. What do you think about that? Like what you just said. Like, he, how do you know? This could just be a rumor. Right. He, she could have went over there for a little bit of dick one night. He had another bitch at his house, and she's pissed off. Uh, he probably always had another girl there. I think so, too. And then it's like Marilyn Manson. Look, Marilyn Manson is one of two things. Either he's Marilyn Manson by day, and then at nighttime, he sleeps with puppies, and he has a garden. That's one. Or he's Marilyn Manson, Manson, and he's one of the fucking devil's rejects. I don't think there's any in between. I think Marilyn Manson is an extension of Brian Warner's personality. Right. It, I agree. Because I, I know that, because I live that. Because uh, Adam is an extension of Greg, and, mm -hmm. and I never make, make shit up or lie, right. but I, I kind of amp things up. Yeah, you have to. But, yeah. um, but he... But why, why do you have to go, to go public with this right now? That's my thing. I, I, is she? I don't know if she's trying to go after money, if she's got a new show about right. to come on or whatever. Well, I can tell you this. The, the record company and all that, that's bullshit, and here's why. Because if it is true mm -hmm. and he did some, you know, they are aware. Of course they and are. they're only pulling their support because he got caught. Yes, they're I creeps. agree. Yes, yes. They will give you the cocaine right. in a candy dish. But don't say, get caught. You know, don't get caught. If you get caught, I don't know nothing. Um, so this kind of is on the tail end of what happened with Shia LaBeouf about two months ago. I love Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> He's so crazy. I love, I love his crazy ass. <laughs> and you know what? The thing? He admits he's crazy. Yeah. I, I like that. Own you know. It. So, FKA Twigs, which I don't know if a lot of people are familiar with her. I love her music. But she came out and said that she was sexually abused, emotionally abused by Shia LaBeouf. And I'm like, then, bitch, why didn't you leave? You know what I mean? I, I, a lot of women, when they're in a, an abusive relationship, they're kind of stuck financially or things like that. But these women, they have money. So, it's like... It's, Something made you say. There's all kinds of psychological uh, shit going on there. I've, I've actually, um, uh, I'm sure we can talk about later whenever, you know, you're like, what are you up to, Adam? Uh, I'm right. very interested in psychology, and mm -hmm. I think I'm going to get a psych my psychology degree because there is... With those women, yeah, there's something going yes. on in there that, that made them stay. I don't think they choose to stay... But it's some, something in them. Right, right, right. Either they think they can fix him, right. or I, I just, I don't, I mean, I don't know about that because I beat men. Men don't beat me, right, Producer James? Very true. <laughs> right. I mean, I'm like. You're, you're a strong personality, I, I'm like, though. Uh, you know? who are you talking to again, Producer James? <laughs> um, please don't make me kick your ass on air. We know who's got the bigger dig in that relationship. And it's black. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, I feel bad for Marilyn. I really do. And he is denying all of these allegations. So I guess we'll see what happens. Probably going to be some behind-the-scenes kind of look, let's settle out of court. Yeah, it's funny. They always deny. I've not heard anybody say, yep, I did all that shit. No, Charlotte Booker did. He did. Yeah. He said he did all the okay, things he was I, did, I think Louis C.K. did, too. Who? Louis C.K. Louis C.K. Did he? 
Yeah, but Louis C.K. just jerked off in, in front of some girls who right. obviously didn't run away. Because think about it. Yes. That's the thing. That's bullshit. And Louis does that shit all the time. He I think he got a raw deal. He definitely got a raw deal. He got a raw deal, for sure. Because, I mean, I've been out of comedy for a while, but even when I was in it, we all kind of knew Louis did some weird shit. Yeah. And if you're, like, a girl watching a dude jerk off, you can leave at any moment. Any moment. But then it's like... If some guy just all of a sudden started jacking off in front of me, I'm going to get my phone and right. be like, <laughs> right, right. real star, keep it. I want you to shoot a little bit to the left. You know, it's just, it's weird. And I, I, again, you're supposed to be innocent until proven guilty, not the other way around. But you're also supposed to hashtag believe all women, which is as crazy as saying believe all men or believe all anything. And you know I'm a feminist, so. you know. I know you are. But I, I'm actually sympathizing a little bit with Marilyn on this one. I just, I, I do because again, it's like, why now? Why or what are you trying to achieve? You think she went into the? Well, she was young, and young people, young women can be manipulated by older men. Yes. But, but you know, you, you think you're thinking you go into a relationship just looking at him. You're thinking, yeah, I know, you're right. I yeah. know what I'm getting into. Yeah, he looked like he gonna choke There's me gonna a little bit. There's gonna be some freaky shit yes, going on. Yes, there is. Yeah, he gonna choke me a little bit, and he probably eats uh, street cats for dinner right. or some shit Whatever. like that. All right, moving along. Uh, so yesterday, which you guys is two days, because we film on Tuesdays, but after Dustin Diamond from Saved by the Bell passed away. When I did, uh, I was doing some, and I see your notes here, mm -hmm. A plus, Thank good you. job. Thank Always be prepared, you. that's number one. Mm -hmm. So I was doing some uh, research, and I didn't, I didn't know what happened with Dustin Diamond. Oh, really? so, so as soon as I Googled it, I'm like, oh crap, he's dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> shit. Yeah. He's 44. That's how yeah. old I am. That's, that's scary shit. That's crazy. It's very scary. And, you know, Lou Perry died, was it last year or the year before? Oh, he died a long time it's ago. A, yeah, it's been a bit. It's been two years. It hasn't been more than two years. Fact check. think y'all get on my nerves. They fact, you're supposed to believe the host. Whatever the host says, it must be true. Siri, when did Lou Perry die? <laughs> I don't even type anymore. <laughs> really? Oh, no, you're right. He died in tw on tw 2019. Like I said, you're good. the host really? is always correct. Should not doubt you. I know you. my things. I think you should. March 4th of 2019. See? Okay, so, you know, that's, this is our youth. You know what I mean? This is 90210 and Saved by the Bell. You know what? At first, when he died, I said he probably died because he watched that reboot of Saved by the Bell. That shit was pretty fucking awful. I haven't watched um, it. Don't waste your time at all. Mm -hmm. I'll just say this. Zach Morris's son's name is Mac Morris. That's stupid. That's very stupid. Are you serious? I'm so serious. Ugh. Yeah. So uh, Dustin Diamond died after a extremely short battle with cancer. Uh, I think by the time that they discovered that he had it, it had already just taken over his body. But the number one, the, I guess the first place where it started was his lungs. So he only had like one round of chemo before he died. You know, that's, that's why uh, when I said uh, cancer runs rampant in my family, um, prostate cancer, so you're supposed to get checked, um, and it's not like up the butt. Right. It's, it's just a blood test to check some uh, PSA levels, I mm -hmm. think it is, in your blood, and um, you're supposed to do it. I think they recommend it at like 50, but since there's a history, mm -hmm. they recommended me at 40. Yeah. So I've, I've been going, mm -hmm. uh, uh, you know, and get that done because, you know, that's You have to. Yeah. Um, it's the same with me. You know, usually women don't start getting mammograms to their 40, but I started when I was, what, 34? 
because it just runs that deep. Uh, Dustin, who had his claim to fame, was saved by the bell. Mm -hmm. And once that was over, which screech for anyone who doesn't know, screech. Um, after that, he kind of went down a downward spiral, and it just kept going down, down, down. He did a porno. He tried to do stand-up comedy, lots of drugs, and then he wrote a book. And he stabbed a guy. And he stabbed a guy. Yeah. I mean, yeah. look, who hasn't stabbed a guy before? I mean, I've well, stabbed about two of them. She stabbed a few. But that's just because I'm black. That's just what we do, right? Have I stabbed you for this today? What's that? Have I stabbed you before? Or have I threatened to stab you? Threatened. Well, okay, sure, many times. Stab <laughs> Weekly. Um, so, it, you know, he was not part of the reboot. His former co-stars, they basically didn't want to have anything to do with him. I think he never, ever really achieved any greatness outside of Saved by the Bell. I, I mean, no. he tried. Uh, you even had a story about him, right? Well, yeah. Uh, our, our friend Slade Ham, who used to own Comedy Texas, mm -hmm. uh, Dustin Diamond, came in and did a show when he was trying to do stand-up mm -hmm. and apparently was a fucking asshole, was a joke thief. Just, I mean, I think him and Slade almost came to blows. In fact, when he died, Slade got like 50 messages from people saying, hey, are you glad he's dead? Like that level <laughs> of Jesus. Damn, yeah, like, exactly. I'm not glad he's no, dead. No. Not that he's dead, but I put a little extra sugar in my coffee. <laughs> yeah, morning. I'm just <laughs> like, so this is just, it's just that I don't feel like we're old enough for people that we watched on TV to be dying like That's this. right. So, you know, I, I immediately read that and I'm like, okay, you, you know, yeah, get out there, live your life. You know, eat, drink, yep. have someone play with your butt, whatever makes yep, you happy. Yep. True. And do it because you never know. No, because, I mean, he had to have been sick for a little while. And I think he, it got to the point where his whole entire body just hurt. And that's when they took him to the yard. And, I mean, it was really too stage, late by then. It was stage four when they Yeah, and that was in right? December. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so rest in peace. It was really nice how uh, Mario Lopez and Mark Paul Gossler and Amber, what is it? Okay, we can't Tiffany call, Amber Thiessen. We can't, she dropped the Amber. Oh, so Tiffany Thiessen. Tiffany Thiessen, yeah. yes. But not, the Amber's gone. Still hot. Huh. Oh, my gosh. She she's really, so she's aged well. They all went to social media to, you know, say... None of them, you would think that they worked together for so long, they would have like this big, long statement. It was like, oh, that's really sad. Life's too short. Hashtag RIP. That was it. It was just like. Yeah, I'm sure yeah, something they, happened there. A lot. They hated him. But still, it, it, when he's, he, yeah, he died. Come on. It he, is, was, he was messed up on drugs. And kids who get into the industry, like, yes. like they, they're set up to fail from the get-go mm -hmm. with drugs and everything yep, else. So it's are. amazing that the other ones kind of came out okay. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it's, it's a sad situation. Um, he has been getting a lot of fan love on social media. It's just sad. It's just yeah. one of those things is like, damn. 44 is 44. definitely too young to, to, to die. Sad. Yeah, it is. It's sad because it's cancer. If it was that like too. a drug overdose, it wouldn't be as sad for some reason. I mean, given his history. Or if he was got like stabbed by a fan or something. I mean, that would still be sad, but that would be quite intriguing and fascinating. Like, oh, did, did anyone film that? I, I kind of need to see it. So, okay. This month is Black History Month, and if you uh, listened to last week's episode, I, I said that I didn't really feel as though we needed a Black History Month anymore. Really? But then producer James said some stupid shit about black people, and I'm like, never mind, yes, we do. We need it. We need it! You we know? do. I don't even know what he said. It was something just dumb. 
It was just dumb and inappropriate. It was something that being with a black woman for 13 years, he should have known. And he didn't. I failed. I failed. <laughs> so anyway, I'm going to give you guys some black folk facts for Black History Month. Number one. You know, with the whole Black Lives Matter movement, everyone thinks that a black man's biggest fear is the police. That's not true. Child support oh. is what black men fear more than anything, okay? <clears throat> black women, everyone sees us as strong, loud, and just resilient. Especially loud. But what you may not know is that we would give up our firstborn sons for like a good bundle or two. You know what I mean? Hair bundles? Yeah. I'd give up my child like, here, take this A what? Child. Hair bundles. Hair extensions. Oh. Yeah, oh, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. That shit's serious right there. Yeah, Adam, just so you know, if you ever meet every black woman you meet, it's not her hair. <laughs> ever. No, it's not. <laughs> right. Okay, I got it. Period. All right, so if you're a teacher... And on the first day of school, you see a little knot-headed black boy walking class, and he's got all those silver caps on his teeth. Go ahead and move his desk next to yours and hide your purse, okay? That's a fact. He's going to steal from you, and he's going to hit on the little girls in the classroom. So just be prepared. Go ahead and move little Kaylee all the way to the back so he cannot see her, okay? Um, another thing. The saggier the man's pants are, the more fertile black women become. Mm. We feel like we have to breed with them. Did not Look how that. low he's able to walk with those jeans. Wow. They're at his ankles. I got to have his baby or two or three. And last but not least, if you ask a black person a question and they do this, the next words out of their mouth is going to be a lie. I'm just letting you know. So when you see them do that, just walk away. Don't wait for the response because the response is in the chin rub. So those are black history facts from the Libra Lounge. When we come back, I get to interview Adam Smasher. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Libra Lounge with Keisha. I just want to remind you guys to make sure you're following us on Instagram and Facebook. And please subscribe to our YouTube channel. Subscribe to us on iTunes, TuneIn app, the Laughable app, and iHeartRadio. Is that everything? It's everything. And pa are we still on that Patreon? Patreon, yes. What? Every time I say that word, I think about a Pegasus. I don't know what that is. Patreon? Is that like OnlyFans? <laughs> and I only know that because I like, no. I like to see naked chicks. <laughs> You'll be disappointed if you go oh, on Patreon looking okay. for that. Uh, no, it's where um, you can go and... <laughs> 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 but maybe if I did that, like, yeah, maybe if I, I show a little it. titty, we could get somebody, more people on Patreon. I've been telling you that for years. Is it like crowdsourcing? Kind of sort of. It's, it's kind of like sort of, yeah. You can pay uh, to get like levels of a podcast. Or it's you get rewards okay. and right, stuff right, like that. Right. Yeah. It's yeah. just us trying to get it's money a way for to doing this. Right. Creatives creatives and I got you. And like that. All right, so Adam Smasher. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Those, those women get paid. Bitches are like paying their mortgages. They're paying their houses off I like on how, OnlyFans. I like how Instagram became like nothing but like chicks. Barely clothed, mm -hmm. but they're clothed, right? The, the, mm -hmm. Their naughty bits are covered up. And right. still, I say bullshit on 
you can see the whole titty, but if they have something covering the nipples, it's, it's okay. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so Instagram, you know, they were making money, money and then some, some woman was like, mm -hmm. I need to take this a step mm -hmm. further. Mm -hmm. And I'm just mad at that bitch because I didn't think about doing it first because that was a good-ass idea right there. Yeah. Every reality TV star is on there. I mean, some people just show their feet. And people pay to see their feet. I don't get the feet. The I don't thing. get the feet. I would pay someone not to see their feet. Like, yeah. I don't want to see that. So, Adam Smasher. Yeah. What on God's green earth were you like as a child? As a kid? Yeah. Uh, uh, I would say probably say shy, uh, insecure. I'm still insecure. Mm. Um, but funny. See, I learned that the best way for me to get in girls' pants, the only way was to make them laugh. I didn't have the, the like the you know the the looks. Okay, some girl. What did this bitch say? Recently, no, it was a okay. it was a compliment. Oh, okay, but okay. She said, "I was ready to fight for you." You're Go very. Uh, you look like a cartoon character. And I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? It's just no, you have very. Um, um, There's a variety of cartoon characters to how they look. Like, um, you know, your features are like, like I get the big nose and the big head and the, mm -hmm. you know, but she goes, I find that attractive. So mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, well, that's good. But, well, I mean, you do have a, 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 a kind of a big Jew nose. No, are you yeah. Jewish? No, I'm not Jewish. But I love white boys with big noses. Yeah. I always have. It's just like, ooh, um, look at that nose. He breathes a lot of air. <laughs> <laughs> So, so I, uh, you know, I didn't have that. I wasn't a good athlete. I was, I still, I'm still terrible. Really? I mean, oh God! It's I'm, you know. I, Were you in band? No, I. You didn't no, play an instrument. Either? No, I played. I mean, I, I played like basketball, but I mean, I, I say I played. You were on the B team on, and you I was wrote on the bench. bench. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Um, but you was on the team. That's all that really matters. Right. Uh, but I realized that okay, my superpower is going to be making girls laugh, that's how I'm, that's going to lead to sex. Mm -hmm. So at a young age, it's all about, okay, I'm on a mission, how can I get sex? Yeah. That's, and yeah. and uh, there's this meme that I love, and it's like, um, I for, I'm trying to remember exactly what it says, but it's like, uh, funny guys are dangerous, because one minute you're laughing, next minute you're naked, you know? It's true. Yeah. Yeah, it, it really is true. So I always tried to like, you know, I was kind of class clown and kind of, you know, I, I really got into that but I mean I wasn't a bad student I made good grades but you know it's 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 funny that you said you were shy because I was extremely shy too and people a lot of people that are entertaining and outspoken uh -huh. were shy I mean I used to hide behind my mom's skirt and I mean I still have bad social anxiety well most most um you know I, I think it's I think Chris Rock uh, I think he's probably more introverted in person I heard that he's you know he's very but on stage, he's just bam, and that's that's how kind of I uh, I had the uh, the outlet of of doing a radio show, and I thought, okay, this is cool because you're in a, a studio by yourself mm -hmm. uh, or with one other person, and you feel invincible. You can say and do anything. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, and um, no one's looking at you. Now put you put me in front of a crowd. I'm nervous as hell because really? like people were looking at me. I'm like, Ugh. yeah, 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 yeah. I totally feel you on that one. Um, I, that yeah, it's funny that you said Chris Rock because I I was gonna kind of finish your sentence and say yeah, when Chris Rock's on stage, she's just loud and not funny. I don't think he's funny. No, really? Oh, God, no. Who do you think is funny? Not him. Okay, but what can we? Uh, Kevin Hart. Yeah. Really? So Chris Rock 2.0. You think he's funny? 
I do. Wow. I don't think Chris, I've never laughed at a Chris Rock joke. Really? That's interesting. And I don't think, like, D.L. Hughley's not funny. Mm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not too but fun. she loves Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle's great. I think I, he's the best. He's up there with the greats. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I will say that, yeah. Uh, uh, and Bernie Mac. I love yes, Bernie yes, Mac. Yes, yes, yes. Those are two guys, black guys who made me pee a little bit. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to tell you how or why. Steve Harvey. He's, I mean, Steve, he's such, he's a fucking daytime talk show host now. Yeah. It's like, oh, you just lost all of This is Steve Harvey. <laughs> and saying the wrong shit <laughs> right there. Uh, yeah. He has the cards in his hand, and he still tells yeah. America that the wrong bitch is Miss America. Uh, so, okay. So, how did you come up with the name, or who came up with the name Adam Smasher? Um, I was in, I was working in New Orleans, and uh, I moved to Houston from New Orleans in, like, 1998. And uh, I was working at a radio station in New Orleans, and... How old were you? Uh, uh, like 20 maybe. Okay. And um, I don't even remember what I was going by on the radio when I moved to, uh, so, so I went from, um, I grew up in, in South Louisiana and I went to, I moved to Baton Rouge when I, when I graduated high school and mm -hmm. I went to LSU. I lasted a year and I was like, I'm dropping out because I got into radio and I'm like, I don't need a school for this. Right. right now, right. looking back, we'll get into it later. Looking back, <laughs> I regret it because at 42, I was like, fuck, what am I going to do? Time to grow up and pick out a career pattern. It would have been nice to have a know. backup plan. Yeah, yeah. So I got into radio in Baton Rouge and worked there for a while. Then I moved to New Orleans mm -hmm. um, where, uh, and I was using in Baton Rouge, I think I was using uh, my real name, like, Greg and like some kind of, uh, I forget what, what I, it wasn't my real last name because it's fucking awful. How do you say uh, your last name? I'm not going to say. Oh, yeah? So, um, <laughs> they were like, okay, we want to um, name, give you a name that people in this market, New Orleans, are familiar with. So, they gave me a list of DJs that had worked in New Orleans at some point or time. Mm -hmm. So kind of like, you know, people would be listening and go, oh, I remember that guy, even though I'm not that guy, mm -hmm. right? Name recognition. So Adam Smasher was the only one that was cool on the list. Uh, I was this close to becoming Artie the One Man Party. That's not a fucking joke either. Um, oh, boy. Um, yeah. But I, it was, I'm glad it was, you went the other way. It was Adam, A-D-A-M, like a nutrition spell it. But mm. when I moved to Houston, I'm like, all right, I'm going to, you know, I got to, everything I do, I have to make a little bit my own. Yeah. So I changed it and, you know, that's how I got Atom Smasher. And Atom Smasher kind of sounds like a mixed drink. It if does. you think about it. Then I was wondering, I was like, Atom Smasher, like, was he into, like, science? Like, Adam? I do like, I do like science. Okay. But if you Google my Atom Smasher, you'll, mm -hmm. you'll find a bunch of pictures, images, Google images of, like, these giant Atom, Atom Smasher yes. machines <laughs> and then my big goofy head. And it's an awful picture from, like, 2001. Oh, it, don't you hate that shit? Yeah. It's like Google. I'm going to need to approve the pictures that you put on there before you just put the shit on there. Because they will find, there's one picture on me. I don't even claim them. Like, that's not me. Not, nope. I don't know yeah. who that is. Nope. I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not that fat. Um, I'm way cuter than that. They just find the worst pictures. All right. So you kind of already told us about how you got into the entertainment field. But, I mean, like with most guys, it's for sex. You're like... I yeah. want to do this for girls. I mean, that was definitely a, a motivator. Yeah. But um, why radio? I I well, it just it. 
see, uh, why, what I didn't say is I worked in my hometown, which is very, very small, like 10,000 people at the most. Mm -hmm. They had a little bitty radio station there, and I knew the station manager. He went to our church, mm -hmm. and uh, I don't go to church anymore, by the way, because I, I like my skin starts to burn, and I'm just. I so, burst into flames yeah. when I opened the door. Uh, so. But uh, I had a couple of friends uh, or a couple of people in my uh, high school that did it like on the weekends. Like they mm -hmm. would just hire anybody because it's small town. You're not going to get you know right pay as shit. Uh, and I'm like, hmm, that seems pretty cool. I can right. do that. So I did it, um, and then. Uh, I, I was like, ooh, I like this. Mm -hmm. But when I went to college, I didn't have any intention of, you know, I just kind of, whatever. But then I kind of got reintroduced to it. Mm -hmm. uh, and um, I, I don't know. Like, I think back to this. There's this um, one time in my, when I was a, a kid. And as I said, I was kind of always trying to be the class clown. But mm -hmm. um, my aunt, who's my godmother, uh, she, you know, helped raise me. And we were watching the an Arsenio Hall show when I yeah right and I would when he would be doing his monologue and and, and such whatever uh, I would like make comments and crack jokes and my aunt looked at me she goes you're gonna do something one day like in entertainment and I didn't remember that until years later I'm like damn she was right she was right yeah. yeah 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 so I thought you were gonna say you know I just got into it for pussy and money, but I mean I like that. Uh, okay. I like that. That's that's a good story. That the, your version is better. Whoa 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 whoa. It was better. No better. one gets into radio for money. Okay, like is no one. Is it really one. that bad? It used to be great. I got into radio a generation too late. The okay. generation before me. Those guys were rolling in dough. Mm -hmm. I mean, just you would you would be amazed if I told you like some guys in in big cities, major markets like Houston mm -hmm. or top ten markets, they're pulling in seven figures doing a local morning show, not syndicated, local. Oh, 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 oh. Those times came to an end when big corp corporations and, and big companies started to buy up radio stations. Mm -hmm. They're like, we're not paying these guys this much. No way. So no one gets in the radio anymore for the money. But th that's so crazy because, I mean, literally, I can remember driving down 45, taking my daughter to school, listening to you on 104, you and Maria, and some award show was the night before. And you did this imitation of, like, you made up a song about how awful R. Kelly is. Uh -huh. And I almost wrecked because I was laughing so <laughs> fucking hard. Hard. My guy's a train wreck. Oh yeah, he he's probably getting trains run on him right now. Yeah, you, <laughs> you, <laughs> you, I like yeah, you're sharp. That's why I like you. You, you, you. I have two favorite sassy black women that that and you're one of them, and Maria is the Maria other one. Hot. Maria, I love to tell the story of how um, she used to. A lot of people don't know. It's just funny behind the scenes stuff. She used to bring in breakfast mm -hmm. in the morning. Now, we get there at Early. like, you know, 4, 4.30 in the morning. Mm. Whatever she had the night before for dinner, that's mm. what she'd bring in for breakfast. One day, one morning, she pulled out of her bag what? a big Ziploc bag with half a T-bone steak in it. I believe it. That was her breakfast! 
And I was it's like, protein. Oh, oh my God. That's how you're supposed to start your day. Look, that was the equivalent of drinking a damn protein shake. Man, I she was, oh, God. That was the start of low-carb dieting Hilarious. right there. But oh. the fact that she had a half a T-bone, a T-bone in that's her pretty bag. Fucking funny. It's like, are you fixing to feed somebody's dog? <laughs> uh, did you bring that for the dog back there or what? All right, so do you think it's easier to get into the entertainment industry now versus when you started out? Uh, no, because I think... Well, I mean, no and yes. There, there's, there's definitely more platforms that you mm-hmm. can launch, but I, so that's easier. Uh, a lot of people will ask, for whatever reason, and this is a myth, by the way, radio DJs or personalities or whatever you want to call them, we don't get into that for the music. We mm-hmm. give a shit about the music. Okay. Because it's all pre-programmed. We don't get to choose what we play. Now, back in the day, mm-hmm. back in the 70s and 80s, mm-hmm. yeah, we had, like, they had records. Yeah. I'm old enough where I played records, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but everything's pre-programmed, so we are in it for the, the funny stuff, the stupid things, like the R. Kelly thing mm-hmm. you mentioned. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Uh, I always tell people that, so we always get, I would always get, hey, uh, you know, I'm a a musician or I'm, you know, how do I get into the the industry? Mm -hmm. And for musicians, I think things like YouTube and and social media, that's, I keep putting stuff out there because you never know who's going to hear it, right? Justin Bieber. Right. I mean, a lot of people get, you know, Shawn Mendes got his Mm -hmm. start, I think, on uh, on the Vine Mm -hmm. that's not even around anymore. So that's great. But the thing why I say no is because in, now we're in 2021, it's so oversaturated. Yep. There's so much shit out there. Like podcasts, for mm-hmm. example. Um, we started, uh, you know, we can talk about later, but I started, uh, we started a new podcast with my former, former morning show partner. Mm-hmm. And uh, she decided to, she made a smart move because it's, it's under the self-help category. Because okay. we, the entertainment category mm-hmm. is, is huge. Yes. Uh-huh. It's hard to make traction. Mm-hmm. And there are so many podcasts out there, and most of them are horrible. complete shit. Yes. Some not 12, this one. Not, no. not, not this one. And not the one he's going to be doing. Not so, those. Some, some <laughs> kid in his basement can literally mm-hmm. do a, a podcast, and it's just... It's so oversaturated that it's hard to get noticed because you're lost in this sea yes. of like content that's just you know. Yep. So really, it's marketing, who you know, yeah, um, that kind of stuff. So, do you remember the first time you were on air as Adam Smasher? Um, it was as so Adam, long ago. Okay, as Adam Smasher, <laughs> no, but I was trying to. Th- figure out, and I, I texted an old high school friend of mine, and I only keep in touch with one person from high school. Uh, mm-hmm. from high school. Lucky you. Yeah. It's a girl, huh? No, it's a, it's a guy. Oh, okay, okay. We've known each other since third grade, uh-huh. and he was the uh, best man in my wedding, and he lives in Louisiana, so, I mean, we don't get to see a lot of each other, but right. um, whenever I go home to visit or whatever, I'll, I'll, we'll see each other, but um, I was like, hey, I remember this one time, and this was... You know me, and if you don't know me, I like to do really stupid things. But like they're funny. Right, right. Yeah. But stupid funny. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I can't remember the first time I ever opened up a microphone, but I do remember I was in high school, and I was at this you know, radio station in my hometown, and uh, <laughs> a friend of ours, <laughs> I, I don't even know why he wrote it, and, and I was probably a sophomore or junior in high school, and our friend 
His nickname was Bread. I don't even remember why we called him Bread. I'm going to be honest. I can't remember. Because <laughs> y'all are from Louisiana. But <laughs> he wrote, um, and I, it might have been for a class or a, a something, I don't know, but it was a Mother's Day. It was around Mother's Day. It was a Mother's Day poem. And I remember one day, and I was just like, I'm going to read that on the air. That's going to be hilarious. Because it is the shittiest poem you've ever... It's my my uh, my nine-year-old can write, my ten-year-old can write a better uh, poem than this. And I, hold on, I had to text my friend and go, how did that go? There are three lines. Okay. There are three lines. Um, a poem by Bread. For his mom, I have a great mom. She is patient. She is kind and nice. The end. That's it. That was the poem. That's what an autistic kid writes the first time <laughs> yeah. you say poem. And he wasn't autistic. And oh, damn. He should tell people that he was. Like, he got over it, though. Like, he's not autistic as an adult, but he was as a kid. It took me probably five minutes to read those three lines because I couldn't stop laughing. Because it was just it was just funny. And, and you know... Uh, he tried. Yeah, he tried. God we love you, him. Bread. Uh, when we were in college, we, we changed his nickname to Couch. God <laughs> damn. <laughs> I can't tell you why either. I don't remember. How do you go from Bread to Couch? What, Couch Bread? I don't know. I mean, it should be hyphenated or something like that. Okay. Who has been your favorite co-host? Um, definitely uh, my uh, the last co-host I worked with, and she, we're still um, great friends. She's probably my best friend, um, Shonda. And we worked Did together. Did you get that? Uh, no, God, no. Oh, Because okay. um, she said, he's, he's my best friend. No, no, no. And I always thought it was weird when guys had girl best friends. Like, I think it's weird. Guys make great best weird. friends. But here's where you can have it now. And I realized after meeting Shonda, and it's not like, you know, when I met her, I thought she was unattractive right. or anything. But I just, you don't get that vibe from someone. Yeah. And so she, we are definitely like brother and sister. Mm -hmm. um, and we've known each other I think we met in like 2008. We did. Okay. We started to do mornings, and you know, we did it in in the Midwest. When we were in Indiana, we moved back to Houston. Did it. We did it in Dallas. Um, in fact, I was just there uh, visiting her because she lives in Boise, Idaho now. Oh, and, good. Uh, yeah. Why? Um, that's where. What is what? The, what what do they have moved, there? Well, when we got fired in Dallas, uh -huh. which. Oh. <laughs> That was He's like, got a record of being like, well, Adam, um... That was like the fifth time or sixth time we got, I got fired. Um, Damn. Uh, she, radio, the thing is... It's finicky. The, one of the reasons I don't do radio anymore is because you have to be willing to move around. It's like, mm -hmm. a, it's like a, when you're a military brat. or you, know, you have to be willing to move around. It's also one of the reasons that led to my divorce. That's tough. Um, and... I can't, I have two kids now, so mm -hmm. when I got divorced, I'm not going to leave my kids, so I'm limited. I'm like, here in Houston, what am I going to do? I tr right. I've tried to get jobs at radio stations here in Houston um, with no luck. Right. Um, but, yeah, so she, she got a job in, in Boise, and she moved there, and, of course, she ended up getting fired because they ended up firing the whole staff. Radio is so what? unstable and just ridiculous. But can I ask you a question yeah. real quick? What kind of music do they listen to in Boise, Idaho? All I can think about are potatoes. No, no, it's when the I same. hear Boise, Idaho, like you, you would think that, but it's the same as any other city. They, oh, okay, they, they have okay. a pop station, a rock station, and a country station. Okay, okay. Um, but she uh, she lives there, and then uh, they've remained there uh, because uh, they like it there, and mm -hmm. it's they live in like the foothills of these mountains. Okay, like, the shit we don't see around right. here, and it's really cool, but. Um, 
we, you know, we know each other inside and out, and uh, you know, she's she definitely gets me. Uh, right. I'm ve- I'm a very complex individual, mm-hmm. uh, and she she gets me. Gets so you. we're definitely still um, BFFs. If you can, if you could choose anyone in the world mm-hmm. to be your co-host, not me. Right. I already have my own shit going on. <clears throat> Maybe in like a couple of years or so, just we can talk. We can talk about it after the show. Anyway, so if you could pick anyone to be your dream.